Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Two Women, Two Opinions with your girl Marty and Taj. We back at it again, y'all. It's 2022. It surely is. We ain't see y'all since last year. How y'all been? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a whole uh, <laughs> he clowning today. <laughs> it's the whole new new year, new positive attitude. Mm. Um, I shook my funk. I ain't had no choice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going through a little funk for the last two weeks Sheesh. of the year, but I shook it like kind of yeah. did the Harlem shake. You feel me? We had to bring back the '90s dances to shake off these kind of funks that we have nowadays. Yes. Baby, it ain't no joke. It was a low, low. Yeah, it was a low, low, low blow. Mm-hmm. So um, I feel very good. I feel like this year is going to be an amazing year from the beginning to the end. Um, like, it's going to be dope. Like, we got so many things planned, so Man. many things happening. You know, Two Women, Two Opinions going to stay afloat. We going to keep yes. it popping, locking and dropping over here at this show. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I just love the fact that um, I had so much fun for New Year's and I didn't go leaving my house i was right there and y'all home. look so cute they was fresh to death y'all <laughs> yeah we had they a whole brand so new outfit cute. on who who living room outfit one fly Man, girl one. they was extra fly okay <laughs> they had the black velvet it was sexy i was like go ahead right and i was everyone was saying like let's go downtown to fremont and it was like 50 bucks to go down there and i was mm-hmm. like i'm cool because you know stuff probably happens so i just stay home in my neighborhood and, girl, and then they was out there driving recklessly and everything you didn't want to be outside yeah anyway i I was wasted. I'm mm. talking about chocolate Ooh, wasted. No. I was though, but I had a great time with my neighbors. Um, and my cousin came out. I was yes. so happy that she came out because she she's a hard worker. She's a nurse, so she's always in the house. But it was pretty dope. I'm, mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, me and Smoke did a little like drop in, drop back out. <laughs> like we was gone out the house for two hours. We went and met the uh, new host for yeah. Ignite Intelligence, which was cool. The 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 family vibe was there, so it was nice. But, uh, yeah, we did a little two hours, and we was, was out. It was like, it's time to go home. I was in the bed by 1 a.m., y'all. No, so Top called me, one of my friends from online. He was like, I called you, and you talking about hang up. <laughs> it was like, first of all, uh, I didn't know that was you. And second of all, I, my music was on the radio. Mm. So I was like, sorry. I didn't mean it, but it was just funny. He keep, he just laughed about it. He was like, I knew you was faded. Like, I wanted more because <laughs> you was faded. Marty was I was, turned. I was still, you know, it was the was tequila. Was it tequila? I knew it. I, I knew a, it. So I made a punch, mm. guys. I made a punch. And what was crazy is I put like over a um, fifth of tequila in there, but you couldn't taste it at all. What did so you put people, in it? I just don't, I ain't telling you. I call it junk punch. I just put everything in there that I see and I just put it all in there. But oh, you could, shit. it was, it tastes like juice. So people was drinking it like with their dinner. <laughs> like they was going to get the punch because I told the kids, no kids. Right. So the kids didn't touch it, but they was going to get the punch to drink it with their dinner. Everybody was wasted in the party. Oh my. But it was a great time. So it was a good waste. Nobody got in no fight, no arguments, yes. nothing like that. It was perfect. Like, really. That's how I felt. I was like, it was a good way to start the year. It was super chill. Came home early, went to bed early. I was like, yeah, this is this is how I like it. This is how we're going to have to do it going <laughs> forward. We don't do too much. We went pop to the mountains out, to see in. the ball drop. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah, the, the fireworks was crazy. They were shooting guns. It was, it was oh, nice, see. though. No. But they was like, it was. Uh, organized chaos. I okay. want to be honest with you. It was really organized because it was so many people up there. It was like a club by the mountains. Uh-uh. But it was so fun. Was it cold? Freezing. Hell no. Freezing. I'm talking about cold. so cold where you go. Could... <laughs> 
Yes, it was really cold. But I, we had a good time. And then we mm-hmm. took the kids out there. The kids were able to see the fireworks and stuff. So oh, that was nice. dope. So. Was it the view? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. You know, right up the street from mm-hmm. my house. Yeah, so. Yeah, Marty's got, like, the perfect. She right off of Charleston, so. Yeah. Oop. No, I'm not. I don't know where. <laughs> Man, I'm just saying. Now, she Charleston got, like, the nice hair. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like, I ain't say too much. But she's dude, she got a dope view. I'm like, wait a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, wait. Yeah, my bad. But you do. You got a dope view. I do. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Moving right along. I started, okay. I started last year, so it's just. <laughs> He's like, you just gonna give the whole address my bed. Damn. <laughs> Anyway, oh, you started. Yeah. Oh, my bad. So this week, y'all, um, <laughs> I have. I mean, I don't know. I hate to start the the first episode of the year off kind of dark, but um, oh, you know, I did. Oh, you yeah. I guess you did, <laughs> right? So, uh, L.A. cop shoots a suspect. Nancy shooting a suspect. A fourteen year old girl gets shot while she's hiding in the dressing room with her mother. So I got a clip for y'all. Um, yeah, and then we gonna talk about it. I feel oh, really horrible. There's no way in here. Diamond formation, guys. You can get all victims. LAPD, all victims come to us. All victims come out. Pull the victim down. Victim down. Hey, slow down. Hey, slow down. Slow down. Let me take point with the rifle. Hey, back up. Get out. Hold on. He's going to two. You got it? You got it? Yeah. Okay. He's hitting it on the right hand side. Hey, she's bleeding. She's bleeding. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got it. Shot Um, she died. So did the suspect. Um, when, when we start shooting in the stores. Well, the the call that the the got dispatched was that the suspect was armed. He had a gun. Um, there was no gun, so it was like they shot at him for absolutely no reason. There was no gun. Instead of them trying to you know restrain him somehow, some way, there was plenty of them. Mind you, this is one man. There's like 15, 20 officers. They don't restrain him. They just shoot at him and the bullet ricocheted into the dressing room and shot the baby. So, yeah. When did the police officer just start shooting in, in clothing stores? I just feel like that's too close proximity. You shot over a victim, like a, like directly over a victim. There was somebody laying there bleeding. They shot over the victim. What if the victim had just decided to stand up for whatever reason? Wow. So what's, so what's next? So what's the story? I mean, it doesn't look good for the officers, obviously. Um, is right now there's still details lingering and all uh, all of the stuff that's going on, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't look good for the officer in question. Like, what were you thinking? Isn't there there should be protocols for all of this, right? This is why so we have officers. Leave. This is why we have the the police officers. This is this is your whole job is to first protect and serve. So that's crazy to have, I don't know and to to be a customer there. And not mm. even knowing what's going on, maybe just walking in the store and then just hear shots fired in a in a clothing store. That's scary. Like this is the world we live in. Welcome to America, man. And I just feel. I mean, this is just the start of the year. I feel horrible for that mother. She had to stand there and watch. Mm. Like, did you hear how 
horrific that screen was. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. The whole scene was just unbelievable. I'm just sitting here like... And this this is what I love about us. We know what we're going to talk about because we go over the details, but we we never really see our videos and stuff like that. Mm. We kind of know the story. Like that's crazy. The whole the whole thing was horrific. Like from the beginning to the end. That's scary. I just felt like there should. I there, feel sorry. For when them. do we stop shooting first, asking questions first? Like, no weapon was involved. I mean, he had a weapon, but it wasn't a gun. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. He, was, he had been in there harassing customers for at least an hour. Like, he had been in there taunting women. He's mostly directing his attacks towards women. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, the man himself too, yeah, so. wasn't well. That's what I'm saying. Like, he wasn't well. So, why didn't y'all we try to detain him first? We talk about mental health all the time. Mental health is real, guys. Man. So, I just feel, like I said, my condolences to the mother. He has to definitely be accountable for his yeah. actions. We're not saying that. No. We're saying that the police officer needs to do their job as they're trained to do to figure out if there's something wrong with the person that they're going to, you know. It's always the shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah. They shooting first. Mm. So the officer is on leave is what you're telling us, yeah. right? So he's on leave. So I guess we'll keep up with that to know what's actually going on. Yeah. The world is crazy. Lord. All right, moving right along, because since Todd, you want to start it off like this. Yeah, my bad. Uh, (laughs) It struck a chord with me, and I was just like, yeah, we're going to talk about this. So you know how we've been keeping up with the COVID and uh, the new variants and everything out. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Omarion personally sent a message to Marty and was like, yo, put some respect on my name. Okay, so, uh, but there was an Orange County prosecutor that died from COVID. Mm. Uh, Let's play the clip and then we'll talk about it a little bit here. District Attorney Kelly Earnby has died of complications from COVID-19. She was a vocal critic of vaccine and mask orders. KKL 9 Sarah Donchi got reaction from Orange County District Attorney Todd Spitzer. I'm Kelly Earnby. I'm running for the state assembly in the 74th district. Kelly Earnby, a rising star in the Orange County Republican Party and deputy district attorney in Orange County, has died after contracting COVID-19. Just a phenomenal prosecutor and a great, great friend. She worked as part of the Orange County District Attorney's Environmental Protection Team, prosecuting those accused of polluting the environment. Orange County District Attorney Todd Spitzer said Earnby had been out of work for several days and that his office was shocked to learn the news of her death. There were literally people who took a knee to the floor. I mean, they it was like they were sucker punched. So today we're walking in Huntington Beach where I live. We're knocking on doors, meeting the voters. Earnby ran for an Orange County State Assembly seat in 2020, earning key endorsements. So the reason why this stuck out to me, because remember we was talking about who was very uh, big advocates of the vaccination Mm -hmm. and everything. So she was a huge advocate for it. And but it was not clear as to where she was actually vaccinated or not. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the time when she did her campaign and stuff, she wasn't masked or anything. She was more of a, you know, if we get the vaccination, we shouldn't have to wear masks. So she stood behind that. And like they said, she was behind the environmental control and everything. Mm. So um, reasonable. That's why it stood out to me is because it was like she was. I don't know if she was vaccinated or not. I don't want to say she was or wasn't, but she was an advocate for it. But she was also an advocate for not wearing masks. You know how we always speak, even Kinda if you're vaccinated. Yeah. yeah, if you're if you're vaccinated. You should still wear a mask. That's Absolutely. how we feel. But like I, I just thoughts and prayers are going out to her families and friends. And I just wanted to bring that up because I just feel like if you're a, uh, a advocate for vaccinations, you should also be an advocate for masks. Uh, you know, like you said, the details on how she died are still kind of like yeah. weary or whether or not it was 
whether or not she was vaccinated. But to me, like you said, if you are an advocate, yeah, you should wear a mask. It doesn't make sense. If you're going to get the vaccine, keep taking all of the precautions. Make sure you're still washing your hands. Make sure you're sanitizing yeah. every time you touch something. Like, you know what I'm saying? But rest in peace to her. The, uh, and um, definitely thoughts and prayers go out to her family Absolutely. and loved ones. Because this, this, these new variants and everything is really hitting hard. It's it's coming in fast and not slow. I know a few people that's mm-hmm. really sick right now that I know personally from the new variants. And it's a few of them I know that that are vaccinated so and get tested at least once a week like it's free why not get tested yeah um she's like nah no i mean i'm not saying no yeah definitely if you you know me i don't I don't, I'm not I mean, in you don't the really world. go nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so Marty don't go if nowhere. If I was a person that, this is the only place I really go. <laughs> Every Thursday, I come to the studio. So you don't leave Charleston? <laughs> I don't he leave lit. Charleston, guys. No. Honestly, like, I don't go anywhere. Like, you can come to my house, like, and eight times out of ten, I'm going to be home. Unless mm. I'm out shopping for the kids or whatever. Cause, and now I'm going to be home even more because I'm going to have the kids even more. That's mm. going to be my job now. Mm. So, yeah, I don't go anywhere. So, if I was to go back to the club scene, of course I would get vaccinated. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, for those I of us that tested. are outside, definitely, <laughs> definitely get tested as often as possible. Right. Um, just because, like, you just don't know. And you would hate to be a carrier and be asymptomatic and you don't show any symptoms and you passing it around so to people. Scary. I literally oh just got tested, what, two days ago? So just get tested. It's free. Like, and then now they got the home test, too. So there's yeah. really no excuse on not getting and tested. And it's in the water, so you might as well get tested. It's in the you water, y'all. I know so many people that's been sick. It's mm-hmm. not even funny. And did you see when they were testing the um, the at home test with water and it was coming back positive? Stop did you see it. that story? Not as in the I water. wanted to talk about it, but my cousin told me like I, I always reach out to my cousin. She's a nurse, so I always reach out to her, and she's a crisis nurse too. Mm. So when I first seen it, she was like, hmm, "I wouldn't talk about it because it could be something wrong with the test. You know, it could be anything." You but don't I said, know where they got, got the bigger, test. Yeah, yeah, if it got bigger, I was going to mention it. But yeah, they were actually using the at home test, but. I don't know, it can be in the water, I True. guess. I, I, I mean, a, a small amount of it has to be in the water at some point, mm-hmm. right? I mean... I don't, I don't know about it in the water, but... In yeah. Vegas water, you just never know. We got... <laughs> Vegas will not look. Don't... don't we can't compare Vegas to, like, the Flint situation. Like, our water no, ain't okay, that bad. I'm, we got no. hard water. We got very hard water. Yeah. Very hard. Like, you come here... My friends and stuff will come here from Cincinnati and take one shower and be like, Damn, why my skin so dry? <laughs> Man, I got moisture upstairs because I got extra moisture because yeah, it's crazy. You gotta have the shea butter, the coconut oil because that water, <laughs> the water is harsh here. No we joke. Throw it back with the be lathering the Crisco, the Crisco oil, girl. <laughs> stay sheeny. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> while we're on the subject, um, before we go to the halftime, but while we're on the subject of the pandemic in itself, so it's new studies out now that proves kids born through the through the pandemic may need a closer look like with their mental health oh, <laughs> Let's go ahead and see. i got one <laughs> <laughs> you're clip. not about to come in my girls like that okay? no i mean one of them isn't a pandemic baby but my second one that's a pandemic baby i had her literally at the start of the pandemic she's wild this pandemic kids are like um Scary, but you got to remember, like, in 2009, I think, when it was a recession here in Vegas, mm. it was really bad, remember? And I feel yeah. like us growing up in that shit. About children born during the early Mentally stages too. of the pandemic. 
The results suggest that they're developing at a different rate than those born before the pandemic. NBC News senior medical correspondent Dr. John Torres joins us now to dig into this study a bit. Uh, Dr. John, can you break down this study for us here a little more specifically and, and how it was conducted? Definitely, Aaron. And what we have known from the past, especially in wartime environments, that the stress that a mother endures during pregnancy can affect the baby later on, especially in the early stages of pregnancy and the baby in the early stages of their development uh, once they are born. But what we didn't know is how that stress during the pandemic might be affecting them. And that's what the study set out to prove. And it was a study done in March, in the springtime of 2020. So this was back, you know, a year and a half ago. It was in New York City. And if you remember back then, New York was what we were calling at the time the epicenter of the epicenter. So it was a very stressful environment. You know, we were, I was there. I think you were there as well. What they did is they ended up getting 250 pregnant women, and then they followed their babies six months after they were born. They also looked, compared that to 60 women who had, who had given childbirth before the pandemic, and these babies were born before the pandemic. And they looked at the two of them, and they found out that children who were born during the pandemic ended up having some issues, and particularly having issues with fine motor skills, mm. gross motor skills, in other words, being able to pick up things or reach for things, and then social developments at the six-month time period. And so this is, like you mentioned, kind of an alarming finding. It's a small study, but it's showing that stress can affect the fetus, which we've known, and can affect the baby. But at the same time, the pandemic stress is one that can affect them heavily, Erin. Oh, okay. No, I, I just totally, mean mine is bad as hell. No, I'm, they were talking for future reference. So I mm. totally agree because, like, it's, um, first of all, like you said, these babies are different. These kids are different. <laughs> but seriously, I just feel like, um, for lack of better words, they had kind of a setback because, you know, when we... You know, when we grow up and we, we went to cousin's house and stuff when we were born and went for first Christmas over to grandma's house. Mm -hmm. These kids really didn't have that at first. That first Christmas when a pandemic no, because everyone had to stay in the house. <clears throat> so, like, meeting people, you know, social. I just feel like it was a setback mm. in a way um, because the stress that their parents had to endure during that. A lot of people was losing homes, losing cars, losing, mm -hmm. losing jobs, losing careers. And people were making a lot of money went to making little money. So mm -hmm. I just feel like over the years... And after, um, throughout the years of their life, it's going to be something that's going to mentally always endure them because they had to go through that. You know, our Absolutely. childhood was just a little bit different. Even if you was born in like a recession time or something, it just wasn't like that to where we was locked down for two weeks and oh, stuff no. like that. So, uh, I mean, our parents had like their share fair, like of issues during right. their you know what i'm saying during our upbringing but like you said they weren't on like any kind of lockdown right and and then stuff like let's not say normally but when we did have pandemics and stuff it wouldn't last for a year maybe no. two years this stuff is going on and on and like on we and don't on. know when this is gonna right, be right we're, we're we don't know when it's gonna end they saying this new variants happening right now developing right now so i just feel like with that they're not only born in it they're raised in it mm. as well so they're being raised in a pandemic like i'm a pandemic child not a pandemic baby no more. Like, mm, then you're going to be toddler. a pandemic uh, adult yeah, <laughs> at this girl. point. Like, and then imagine with that, though, like with teenagers when mm. they're getting out of high school, imagine graduating high school or going to college. And you started this. in the pandemic, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. You didn't even have that going to the club, you know, having those college parties. Like, you didn't have that experience. Mm -hmm. Or you may not be able to I go mean, to college or live in the dorms and stuff because of I the mean, pandemic. I don't think kids, I mean, the college scene, I don't think it's changed too, too much because these kids are still out here Well, they wasn't even able to, well, they wasn't able to live in the dorms. Like, I mean, I no, nah, yeah, yeah, you can do so miss out on that. That but. experience. 
But I don't think it stopped them from partying. Oh, hell no. Nah. They probably was partying more because yeah, they, they were stuck in the inside. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Girl. But like being new to the scene, what if you mm. didn't even know where the hell the party was at? Everybody already knows yeah, it's in the basement. Make friends. <laughs> Better. Yeah. And anyway, talk see, to like, um, we I was literally talking to somebody like this. Like the generation behind us are very much like into the social media apps. So like the ways to meet new people, Tinder and Hinge. Mm-hmm. Like that's really their generation. Like they can meet people online and then go meet them in real life. Whereas, like, our generations were kind of hesitant to That's because we was out more. Yeah, mm-hmm. we was on those city buses and stuff like that, actually. I remember, right, I remember when the city bus was 50 cents. Girl. And, get a, and didn't get a little day pass. gas was, like, $2. <laughs> <laughs> and we we talked about how our generation had the best, both, both. The best of both worlds. Yeah. Because yeah. we was there when we all didn't have cell phones. And mm-hmm. I remember getting my first cell phone. And I remember was upgrading. Yours? Uh, it was like a little Nokia. It was I like had a Nokia, little, little yeah. brick phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I miss Snake. So, and then we live in the era now where kids are five years old with phones and stuff like that. My so. mama gave my children, and I have a three-year-old and two, my mother gave my children an iPhone. She's like, I don't use it. I was like, but that's not the point. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not the point. Like, what, what do they need? Um, YouTube, can you pull up Blippy? Like, what? Girl, they, have, they both have tablets. Like, just watching them. Mm-hmm. And the way that they interact with it, like they they can spend like they have a limit for three hours. Dirt but at the girl, age. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We was outside. Yeah, we, we was beating each other with sticks. Playing. You remember like, when your daughter went outside my backyard and she wouldn't let me close my door? Mm-hmm. She acted like I was really putting her out. Like <laughs> I was literally just trying to close the door because I didn't want bugs to come in. And every time, like she would stay out there if the door stayed open. She would even run to the gate, didn't even know the door. But as soon as I closed, she's like. Ah! I'm yeah. like, <laughs> she, she don't, she can't be too far away. Somebody from come me. and get this child. She yes, crazy. But when she wasn't nutty. there, mm-hmm. I locked all their ass outside. Uh uh-uh. uh. Sure did. But until I told you until they ran into the street and then I had to lock them on the side. The little kids had to stay on the side. Big kids. And they was talking to them through the gate like, <laughs> was like that, that's so sad. Y'all can't go out there with them. Because they don't know no better. No, nah, they don't know. And that little light skin, she crazier. She's the craziest out of the two. She's the craziest. I don't know, Turn man. I queen. got a bad to differ dog like she got to experience a totally different side of my child i don't care how pleasant she was at your home okay i have to deal with she her on the daily was com- no, no i'm talking about i'm but look it's so hayden is the older one she yes. wanted to play she like i turned off the lights and let them play hide and seek she was like i'm playing Harper was like, no, ma'am. I'm staying right here with you. And, the, and then she didn't cry, though. She just sat down and was like, you know what? I'm not about to play with them. They're my girls right now. You feel me? So I just feel like it was just different. Like, she didn't cry. Mm-hmm. She didn't make a scene. But if I told Hayden, if she's about to fall down all the damn steps because she want to play with the big kids, I'd say, you got to sit down for me. And she's like, oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> like, all right. Let me let them tumble your ass down these steps. Deal with And Don't there ain't no hospitals baby. open. <laughs> Girl, they, they know tell I don't them do that no way. Open. We don't do that no way. We yeah, know too many doctors. Like, we can make a phone call. Because <laughs> I ain't got time for it. I'm not explaining nothing to nobody. But it was a hell of an experience for me. Eight little girls in my house. They had a great time. But I was like, y'all got to wait to a whole nother year for me to do Marty something like that Marty was just again. another big kid in the room, though. I ain't even drink that night. Can you believe that I didn't have man one shot? I had to stay because I, I, I knew somebody was gonna try to like get over on me. Mm-hmm. Like I just knew somebody was but gonna try to play me. You couldn't be inebriated. Yeah, nah. Because you know how most kids party in the black community, they turn into grown parties anyways. Not that one. That stayed a kid Girl, party not from no, the beginning. Not to no, no, one year old, two year old, three year old, she four, five four. years. 
Yes, they right. do. Girl, what kind of turn up was you on F05? Well, I wasn't at the turn up. My party ended and then the grown party oh, started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Oh, mm-hmm. I was about to say, you I was lying like, not, not the kids. If the kid party ain't turned to a grown up party. Yeah, it always did. <laughs> what? Grown folks was outside playing dominoes, okay. drinking, smoking. I'm talking about at one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, at one years old, my my party turned to a grown up party. Okay, it really wasn't for you. <laughs> That's a fact. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's go to uh, before we go to this halftime break. This is something that I want to reiterate to you guys because we do got a lot of people that um, wait till the show is on and be like, I want to shout out. Okay, that's fine. Just inbox us and let us know what we shout now. And that's and we can talk from there. But what you do have to do before you get any before you even come to our inbox, you got to make sure you like and subscribe to the Vegas Hype Media Please. pages and our uh our YouTube as well. Y'all need to like, subscribe to, to everything. Don't even come reach out and ask for something if you ain't even do that thing there. That's the smallest thing and that's free. Participate. Yeah. <laughs> And then do that. <laughs> um, but while we're here, if you want a shout out, make sure you go like, subscribe to all of the pages. It's that easy. And then hit us up in the inbox and we'll go from there. Anyways, we always start out by saying, you know where we at, Vegas Hype Media Network. Make sure y'all like the page, subscribe to the YouTube, follow the Instagram, and go ahead and check out the website. It's pretty dope. No shade. We got a lot of good talent on this uh, network. Um, let's start by saying... Famous Gems with a Z. Is, <laughs> Go to www.famousgems.com. I mean, .net. Damn, <laughs> shut up, Todd. <laughs> and check out the Marble. I do have it on sale right now, y'all, because I just made a fresh batch, so check that out. Um, next, we have Transcend Jewelry, which is my wife's company. She make dope, dope, dope crystals she and really stone does. stuff. And she actually got some new stuff to be released. I'm going to just shut up because she keep telling me to shut up until she got it finished. I'm going to just shut up. Um, even though I see it every day because I keep walking past her office. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Next we have Taj. What we got? Wild bartending for all of your bartending needs. Hit me up. Um, it's at Taj Wild on everything. Um, before we wrap up the small business shoutouts, we also want to start shouting out local artists. So if you are in Vegas, you got music. DM us on either Famous Gems with a Z or at Taj Wild. We'll check it out, and if we like it, we'll play. And if we really like it, we'll bring you on the show. Do a nice little meet and greet, chat with you, get to know you. Maybe Flavie. Uh, next up, we have Creative Hands and Minds, which is my sister company. She makes some dope, dope, like, picture frames that light up, all type of crazy stuff. And um, that's pretty much it for the small business shout-outs. Make sure y'all hit us up for them shout-outs. Please. Oh! Should I tell y'all now? Tell me now. Okay, mm-hmm. so we... Okay, we'll tell y'all after the break. We'll all tell right, y'all after so the break. the song this week is Tell Me by It's Ivy Official. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey, Devil R. I think I'm gonna need some patrol for this one. This is that feel good music. Y'all can go ahead and keep that 42. <laughs> I want everybody grabbing their cups, put it up. It's about to be a good night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, baby girl, thick. You need to back that ass up. Baby, come put this cash up. You know we getting lit. You see, I'm back in my back up. I win my niggas, they act up. You niggas, you act up. We pull up in black trucks. Our diamonds are different. I'm fucking four different women. They be like, damn, how you making? 
it look so easy Well baby tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me How, how do you want it? And how do you feel? I'm just a nigga from the trenches in the cash game I'ma show you how to get a bag for real So, so how do you want it? And how do you feel? I'm just a nigga from the trenches in the cash game I'ma show you how to get a bag for real I spent the dub in the club, that's to show love. Now every chick up in the club wanna suck me up. When I was broken, all these hoes wanna laugh at me. And now I'm up and now these bitches wanna bag at me. This lifestyle, I'm nice now, I'm iced out. I'm getting paper song, flying niggas right south. Now when I spend it, I don't ask for the price now. But if you leave your bitch alone, she getting piped down. Do you wanna And how do you feel? I'm just a nigga from the trenches in this cash game. I'ma show you how to get a bag for real. I said, wait, how do you wanna tell me you And how do you feel? I'm just a nigga from the trenches in this cash game. You gonna get a bag for real. That was Tell Me by It's Ivy Official. Uh, make sure to go check out his Instagram, y'all, or uh, his YouTube. Just go ahead and like and subscribe to all that. Yeah, just just do do you do you do you do, do your thing. Do you do you do you do you All right, so what I wanted to, well, I was so excited about to tell y'all what I was gonna wait until after the break. I'm glad you guys came back so y'all can hear my voice. Anyways, um, <laughs> we have a new segment. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna um kind of reverse with our Netflix segment that because the only reason why we kind of shook with them because we had a lot of guests coming in. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of a personal subject for us. So Anyways, the new segment that we have, which I'm so excited for, because like we said before the break, there's a lot of people reaching out to us for shout outs and stuff like that and small business people to come on and um, promote their business stuff because they see us do the artist. So we have a new segment called Black Girl Magic. It's going to be once a month. We will bring an upcoming already or already established business owner, owner to come and tell us what they do how they do it, how they got started. Um, it's a great promotion. Also, some rules for this mm. is the same rules for the small business shout-out. Now, we will talk about anything as far as promotion and stuff on the show, um, as far as compensation, anything like that. But as far as this segment, you guys have to do the same thing as if we did your shout-out. Make like, sure you subscribe in. Subscribe. Like in. Hit the bell. All of that. And on Vegas Hype Media as well. We know you guys are uh, following us on Two Women to Opinion on our Instagram, but we need you to follow the Vegas Hype Media Instagram as well. Because that's how you're going to get updates on us. Like, you get small clips and stuff on there. Like, the produ- our producer dope. Like, you get everything. All right? business. And um, so that's our new segment. It's called Black Girl Magic. It'll be once a month. We're th- I'm thinking maybe doing, like, the end of the- each month so that, you know... It will get time for each month, like, throughout the whole month to, mm-hmm. you know, to keep the conversation going mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, definitely look forward to that, ladies and gentlemen. Well, no gentlemen, sorry. That's why you... <laughs> it's so many more men artists than it is females, unfortunately, right now. So, that we kind of give the men that. 
Yeah. And plus, when they come, they're able to talk about everything they do. They don't only talk about their music. So, And it is a lot of dope uh, black-owned women, black-owned women businesses here yes. in Vegas. So, yeah. So, we, we want to give some of that into that. So, mm-hmm. we're starting that the end of this month. And we'll just keep y'all posted because I definitely got someone in mind already to come on. And I've been reaching out to her and stuff like that. So, we'll keep you posted. You'll know. You'll know we'll have a set We'll day. advertise. We'll advertise. Just go to our... <laughs> uh, if y'all want to know our Two Women, Two Opinion Instagram, it's mostly ran by Todd. So yes. y'all go on there and y'all look up and y'all inbox us and y'all like it and y'all comment and stuff on there. She will respond. She's very on as far as responding. If you tag us in anything or even if you tag us in something like you've seen the show and you like, hey, I want a segment right here. I want a shout out right here. You can tag us and we will post it on our story because Todd is really good with keeping up with that stuff. Yes. Holla at me. Holla at her. So what we got next? That's on you, dog. All right. She was trying to make it go first. <laughs> anyway, so you know uh, the new Scream movie is coming out, right? This would be the fifth installment to the saga and I am a huge Scream fan. That was probably like my first uh, slasher film. Um, but I do want to talk about uh, the 2006 Scream Killers. Um I was, you know, Googling the screen movies because I was trying to watch them. And then I stumbled upon this story um, about two teens who were in high school who plotted to kill uh, some of their friends and ended up murdering uh, one of them, stabbed the girl over 30 times. Of course, they are in jail right now for life. So, yeah, I got a clip for you. Interrogations of two 16-year-old killers have never been seen before on YouTube. I just killed Cassie. We just left her house. This is not a f***ing joke. I'm I stabbed her in the throat and I saw her lifeless body just disappear. Dude, I just oh killed God. Cassie. Oh, oh f***. That felt like it wasn't real. I mean, it went by so fast. Shut the f*** up. We gotta get our act straight. Just four days after filming this video, Brian Draper sits alone in an interrogation room. He gets up and looks outside before shaking his head and sitting down to play the air drums. He takes out his wallet and reorganizes its contents. At first glance, it might seem he's not taking this seriously, but as his questioning goes on, it becomes abundantly clear that he's trying unsuccessfully to calm his nerves. And Brian has more than enough reason to be nervous. Four days prior to the taping of this footage, a sweet local 16-year-old girl named Cassie Jo Stoddard was brutally murdered while house-sitting for her aunt and uncle. When the homeowners arrived back at the residence, their 13-year-old daughter stumbled upon the horrific scene of her cousin's bloodied body on the living room floor. The question echoed in everyone's minds. Who would have committed such a heartless act? So, um, the reason why, obviously, it's just, yeah, I'm like, what kills me about the whole situation is how everything was handled. Now, I, I feel like the cops did everything to the book, so you really can't say too much as far as, like, how they obtained the evidence and everything else. Like, they mm-hmm. didn't give all that um, during the two hours I watched. But it's how the whole situation ended. Like, these kids knew that they were going to get away with this. Like, they were 100% sure. They started videotaping themselves talking about this murder and made a murder list of people that they were going to kill after her. Yeah, days before. So, so did this continue? No, they okay. only, they they murdered her. And of course, because um, these are not mastermind killers. These are kids. Like, right. essentially, they just took an idea and ran with it. 
um, one of them swore like he knew exactly what he was doing because he's watched so many horror movies. But they did do it. They did do it. Oh, wow. Um, and obviously with the mounds of evidence that they left behind between the the matches, the the fingerprints, the gloves, they, they literally gave themselves up at one point because they had dug themselves deep in a lie um, trying to convince the cops that they didn't do it, that the truth ended up coming out anyway. And then, of course, the cops ended up uh, searching their house, finding the videotapes of them basically saying, hey, we did it. So I just think we got to look at the fact that these kids knew for certain Dumbass. that they were going to get away Oops. with this, right? Then you got to go back to how it was all handled. Like, at one point, the parents allowed them to be questioned yeah. for so long. And I was like, at any point, you could have stopped. The cop told them at the beginning of each interview, like, you don't have to be here, right? You could get up and leave they at any time. They wanted to brag. The they parents sat there and they talked for hours. Like... Questioned them about everything for hours. I was like, at a young age, my mother taught us, no matter what, if I'm not present, you do not speak to a cop, mm-hmm. right? So, and I don't want to make this like a white, black thing, but it's just, we were taught at an extremely young age, you don't talk to cops. So the fact that they knew that they were going to get away with this murder, right? And the parents were so sure that they didn't do it, that they sat there and allowed their kids to be questioned for so long. I'm like, there's a lack of something that that side of the world is is missing out on. Well, I, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I was watching, again, like I told you the other show, I was watching mm. confession tapes last night. I don't know if you know that. It's on Netflix. No. And it was actually, it was basically the cops coercing people to lie on themselves. I don't know if you heard about the story from back in the day when they said the teenagers beat up the lady in the park. Um, no. It's like the uh, Century 5. Century oh, yeah, 5. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of like that when they had them in the, in the in the um, interrogation room and they had them lie on themselves. Mm. So that was kind of what, and it was actually some black kids. It was like a 14-year-old, a 15-year-old, 16-year-old, 18-year-old, a 19-year-old that ended up going to jail for it for something that they did not do. They just kept lying and said that they did do it. And coming to find out, it was a whole nother person that did it that was already in jail before they even got interrogated. So I just feel like it just kind of depends on the era um, and what area I just honestly want to say because it was early 2000s, they so let yeah. them talk. Um, and the mom, she was like, when they came and got my son, they lied to me and told me that they was just trying to clear his name. That's what the the black mother said. Mm. And they had her kids in there basically lying to the camera. Like they lied on themselves. Like I mean, and said that they did. Something I feel like we was taught that at a really young age, though, because I'm sure your mother had that conversation mm-hmm. with you. Like you have to be aware but that the police talked to me, too, when I was younger and they weren't supposed to. No, mm-hmm. see, so, I but know. I didn't. I didn't really say much to to in, um, incriminate myself right. at that time. I didn't say much, but the fact that they talked to me had my mom very fucking livid, and that's when I kind of learned that it's better to not say nothing at all than to say yeah, you didn't do you it. Dig yourself in the hole. Yeah, just yeah. saying that you didn't do it makes it worse than you just saying not shit at all. Right. I mean, so. if you if you read the comments underneath this video, and everybody automatically went to this is just white boys doing white boy things. My issue with it is that I feel like it's deeper than that. Yeah. It's just a a lack of common sense, a lack of, you know, there's not enough conversations happening when stuff like this happens. Like, they deserved everything they got. Don't get it twisted. I feel horrible for Cassie Stutter's family. But all in the same sense, like, on their behalf, not Uh to speak for them, the parents, like, you allowed the cops to talk to your kids for Mm -hmm. way too long. When, why didn't anybody say, hey, we need an attorney before this goes any further? Well, now, don't get me yeah, wrong, they were still going to get caught. I'm not saying that they, you didn't want them to get caught right. and go to jail, but it's just like it could have been played it out a little It could have been handled so much yeah. different. Like I said, there's a, just a lack of something there socially 
Um, and then obviously these kids, there was something wrong with them. They mm-hmm. weren't well-adjusted children. You know, they they idolized the uh, the the killers. What is that? Uh, I'm trying to think. They idolize like Ted Bundy and those kind of serial killers. Yeah, like, see, they, they want to go. They, that was the little kids that be out right. there fucking killing cats and shit. Like, That's what he nah. said. Like the at one point, the officer asked the friend, the the Brian kid, if he had ever noticed that he would torture animals. Like, you got to pick up on that kind of stuff early. That yeah, these parents do. obviously were not paying enough attention to their children. Mm-hmm. But it's not just that. I mean, like I said, just how the whole situation was handled from the jump there's a lack of something socially there that that part of the country is missing out on. That's all I'm <laughs> Not saying. Not that part of the country. That part of the country <laughs> is missing out on. But that's what, okay, that made me think of one of the stories, like I said, on uh, confession tapes. It was a young man, and an, an, it was a young man, an Indian young man and a white man. Mm. Uh, they was best friends. They was young boys, maybe 19, 18, 19 years old. The Indian family was slaughtered. His mom, dad, and his sister. Mm-hmm. So come to find out, they end up doing the Mr. Biggs on him. You know, Canada Mr. Biggs where the the interrogation tactic where they basically bully the kids and make them think they are in a drug cartel or whatever to oh, make shit. them think they big bold and to basically start telling on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so they used that tactic on them and the boys lied. They basically was like, yeah... He was out there doing that to my family and we was up there and they literally had an alibi. They was literally at the movies in the movie theater. People seen them there. So, but the big, uh, the people that was in there and t- the undercover cops, mm-hmm. they were actually using the big, um, the Mr. Biggs interrogation method and end up having them lie on themselves to say that they killed his parents mm-hmm. and his sister. So it was like, it's kind of crazy because it's like me. I'm not about to lie on myself. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm, not about I'm not about to lie at all. Don't put me in no situation like that. I'm not like, about if to I feel like I got to lie, we already got problems. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, so they basically told that they did this and that and the third, but every detail was off. Um, they would say that they hit the, hit the mom with a bat uh, upside her head, and she was hit on the side of the Why face. I don't know like that. I don't know. Like, it's like you have to see it on Netflix called Mm-mm. Confession Tapes. And if they basically have police officers and undercover cops and using different uh, invest- uh, interrogation strategies to get these people to admit that they're wrong mm-hmm. about something I mean, that they never did. Yeah. But these people actually have alibis. Like, so legit. Okay, but, but remember that one show that we so talked about here. So if you didn't here. do it and you going to own it? No, that don't make sense. But remember that one show that we talked about here when that man was going around uh, raping people? Uh, smiley, the smiley face yeah. killer. I told you about the smiley face killer. And that lady, remember the lady and the man, she ended up lying to the police and said her and her husband ended up killing that lady there. They didn't have nothing. She seen that shit on the news and lied on her and her husband and said That's that her husband wild. did it. And she helped her husband come to find out the smiley face killer got mad that they was taking her, that he they was taking his credit, ended up going to the police and said those people did not That's do what I'm it. Saying. Like there's something wrong. There's Why something would off. you go and lie and I'm not say lying. I killed this lady? He, no, she said my husband killed this lady and I helped him. And it was a whole lie. And it was all and they spent like seven years no in sense. prison. That don't make no sense. Until they got released. Like that's fucking crazy to me. I mean, that is crazy to me. Like to go and lie about something that you know you did not do to serve time for somebody else. For somebody else. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm that not doing that. That blows my mind. I'm not doing like that. But that's what happened between these two kids. Like, the one of them lied to cover his own ass and try to push all the blame off on the other kid who, 
I mean, to me, you don't stab a person 30 times and there's no kind of real hatred or anger there. I don't I don't even get that. They like I said, they deserve to be in jail for life. Right. But just the trying to pass the blame like, oh, he did it. He's more wrong. <laughs> he started the stabbing and then I came in after. No, you both wrong. Y'all both deserves to be in jail. That's what I'm saying. They knew from the jump that they were going to get away with this. See, this show today go make me go yeah. home and watch For My Man. Have Mm-mm. you ever watched For My Man? Not For My Man. Girl, yes, when they be doing all them crimes at the end, be lying. Uh, 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 <laughs> I just feel like people live in a false sense of reality that we all don't I tune in to. I am telling y'all, I'm going to tell y'all the honest God truth. First of all, I'm not going to let you put me in a situation that I know I can get in trouble. Everybody knows no. about me. One, everything, one person, everything knows about me. I'm not trying to get back in trouble in my life. I'm standing too strong on it. I worked way too hard to get where I am. Mm-hmm. So if I ask you not to put me in that predicament and you put me in that predicament, I am I'm telling. telling. Now, Thank if you. I I've said this my whole life and I get cussed out for it. You a snitch in my, If I put myself in that predicament and I tell, that's a snitch. Mm-hmm. If you drag me in this predicament, I'm telling I'm on telling. you, my boy. I'm telling. I'm, I'm not going to jail on, for you. I'm on confession tape. I'm not going to on jail On camera, for you. I'm telling on your ass. And I'm coming to court. Okay. I'm not going I'll to jail for no while I tell the truth like can't be fucked up no that's real though like I'm not going to jail for nobody I don't care you call me what you want Mm -mm. you ain't gonna call me an inmate number (laughs) (laughs) I will never be prisoner 1225 no (laughs) call me what you want Uh, uh. you got anything else for us yes so okay obviously I was like girl I have no problem admitting that I will snitch on you especially if you drag me into some shit Um, so up next I've got a killer chimp it's gonna sound funny. Oh, like a chimpanzee. Like a chimpanzee. Oh, yes. they are killers, though. I don't even understand why people try to own them as pets. So that's exactly what happened. This My family. Chinese zodiac is a monkey. Is it really? I think I'm the goat. Just, <laughs> that's kind of dope. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's a water monkey. Oh, I was I was talking about the killer chimp. <laughs> I was being that the like Michael Jackson Yo, thriller. What are you talking about? Do it though. <laughs> 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 um, so this family adopts this chimpanzee at a really young age chimpanzee gets a little older family members die and obviously um as any animal they tend to get a little uh feisty towards the end he just took his little feistiness to a whole nother level end up ripping this woman's face yeah, off I think yes she's done all like kinds this. of interviews i think i've seen something like this honestly it's wild so i got a video for you and then i want to show you the picture of Does her she only do radio face. interviews <laughs> No, she does. Like, she had an interview with Oprah. Oh, She's been shit. all over the TV with her face Y'all reconstructed. Oh, uh, they didn't do like the silhouette. No, nah, I mean voice. The, the newer ones right. has like a a little veil over her, but for the most part, <laughs> no. And she's blind. She's lost her vision, her nose. Oh yeah, they reconstructed her entire face. I would have whooped that monkey ass. Oh, she doesn't care what she looks oh, he, like. He got scared. shot to death. Yeah, I think I think I heard about this. Yeah, he got shot Thank to you. death. That's remind me of Harambe. What's your emergency? Oh, this is Sandy. one Rock. Rock Crimson Road. What's Send the problem? The Send the police. What's the problem there? The, the, the chip killed my, my friend. What's the problem with your friend? Oh, please. What's the problem with your friend? I need to know. Send the police up with a gun. With a gun. Hurry up. You're off the gun. What is the problem? He's killing my friend. Who's killing your friend? The 911 operator makes it worse. Oh, your chimpanzee is killing your friend. He ripped her apart. Hurry up. With a gun. Hurry up, please. There's someone on the way. With guns, please. Shoot him. What is the monkey doing? Tell me what the monkey's doing. He ripped her face off. 
Okay, I need you to calm down a little bit. They're on the way. Can you push yourself away? I don't want the monkey attacking you. Please, hurry up. Listen to me. Uh, they're on the way, ma'am. Please, please, hurry, hurry. Are you there with your friend? I need you to help Dude. your friend. Can you go help your friend? Hey. Is he still there with your friend? Uh-uh. You can go ahead and pull the picture up of the uh the lady. So yeah, the monkey was in the background, like <laughs> that's why they laughing, y'all. They ain't laughing at the victim, I promise you. No, we're not laughing at the victim. Of um, course not. We're not. So, we're, yeah, we're I mean, they, animals. they had this chimpanzee for 14 years before he snapped. And now uh, there were several instances before he, he lost his shit um, where they basically should have put him in a sanctuary. I can't stand neither one of them. They had to reconstruct her entire face. So she lost her nose, her eyes. She was, she's completely blind. Uh, she lost both of her hands. Well, most of she lost one and lost most of the other one. I can't stand one. She, she got two, but one and a half. <laughs> no, I'm dead ass. No, I'm about to be honest with y'all because y'all know I'm like I was dead ass laughing at the she operator was. and the monkey in the background <laughs> screaming because the operator is like, so what is the monkey over there doing? And the monkey in the background like, ah! <laughs> the monkey was losing his shit. He's over there monkeying around. <laughs> I didn't bring this here so we can laugh at this poor woman. Again, Chimp was like 14 years old. Y'all got to stop buying these exotic oh, ass pets, okay? The people that be sleeping with the big ass anacondas, all that shit. Y'all got to stop this. But why the 911 operator sound like he's like talking to someone on the side like, man, this girl said she got a monkey. <laughs> it's like, nah, call the police, bro. You know he was because he was confused. He was like, what is happening? Now he was talking to his the person in other cubicle like, man, this lady just said she had a monkey. Uh, what kind of calls uh, you got today? And then when the cops showed up, the the chimp was super aggressive. Shit, he jumps around I'm to the weak. other side of the car, rips the police car door open. Cop just set it off on him. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was time for him to go then. I mean, he ain't had no choice. Um, he lived for about, a, about I don't know, I think they said 10, 15 minutes longer. He ended up uh, finding a way back into the house and died in his bedroom. But, yeah, they kept Aww. him locked up for like three years. Um, he I was mean, used he to being outside. So, I yeah. mean, that's what, Just yeah. stop buying these exotic ass pets. Didn't y'all learn nothing I'm from the tiger weak. man? Stop buying these exotic ass pets. <laughs> he said, my boy was in the, he said, my boy was in the background monkeying around. <laughs> I can't. Oh, shit. Uh -uh. Okay. I yeah. didn't bring this here so they could laugh at this poor woman. <laughs> Brought it so we could bring awareness to you oh, special shit. people that like to buy exotic pets. All right. Uh, okay, uh, uh Anyway, anyways, we do have a gag of the week this week, guys, um, which is not funny. This next story this is, gonna be funny. is not fucking funny. But, of course, me and Kwan go figure a way <laughs> to make it a joke. Um, uh -uh. So, Amazon workers steal a bunch of packages right before Christmas. Yolo. <laughs> Let's watch this video real quick. <laughs> this morning, three people are behind bars, accused of stealing thousands of Amazon packages right before Christmas. Not thousands. Everywhere you work, there packages. Investigators finding packages upon packages <laughs> at this Oklahoma home Wednesday. They say one of the suspects was a contracted Amazon driver, and instead of taking the boxes from Amazon to the post office, he took them to this home outside Oklahoma City. <laughs> what the when fuck? They would possibly grab an extra pallet or two and then take them to the residence in Luther and unload them. It's a it's like he want to laugh. It allegedly went on for a while. 
There were several thousand packages there. That's something you're not going to do overnight or even in a month or two. About one week ago, deputies found hundreds more Amazon packages dumped on the side of the road and along with them, information leading them to that house. The sheriff's office says some of the packages have now been returned to Amazon and will be re-delivered. Amazon is <laughs> urging customers to report any delays to Amazon customers. Like, we don't even trust you now. You, why would you take them back and re-deliver them? Two months later. Oh my gosh. Y'all crazy. Look at this. Of cargo theft. As far as they were throwing the packages in the woods. Yeah, I'd so, be okay. mad as hell. So, child, when I say one of the workers was the chimp. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so when I say ninety five percent of the gifts that I bought for Christmas was from Amazon, mm-hmm. so I would have been pissed. Can okay? you imagine? And then the second of all. Why y'all just stacking them up in the house? Why y'all not going through them at nighttime and selling the shit? I didn't even get rid of that shit. Yeah, why y'all? Why y'all just got it all sitting you there? You gotta like, move that, like bricks. You gotta that move it. Make like you can't any have it sitting in your house. No, you yeah, have that... a lot of evidence just right here. <laughs> it's just chilling. <laughs> and then they, I not only got it in the house, they got the trail. They got boxes of trail leading to them. Oh like come and found me and go to packages, girl. And he taking, and that's how you know they they just dumb thieves, just stealing for no reason. Because he got the, he still got the pallets wrapped up. Up. Oh, he didn't. He didn't go through none he of that. He didn't go. So you just stealing that you steal? That he didn't go through none of that shit. See, like, dumb criminals. Dumb criminals. So you just dumb stealing things. and taking from families, and you didn't even go. You don't even know what you have. I'd have been moving that shit. We'd have been outside <laughs> right, having yard been, sales regularly. I, baby, you do you know you could have sold mystery boxes? You could have not even opened. <laughs> been on eBay, fast selling that shit. Anyways, uh, thank you guys so, so, so much for another show. This show like actually criminals. brought our spirits really high. I'm actually <laughs> happy as hell. Like, I feel really good, guys. Uh, make sure y'all, please make sure y'all liking and subscribing to the uh, Vegas Hype Media pages and Two Women to Opinion. We and were- Famous Gems, because she always forget about herself. And at Taj Wild. Uh-uh. Anyways, we love you guys, and we'll see you guys next week. Same time here at Vegas Hype Media. Two Women to Opinion, and we out. Y'all going to hell. I just want both of y'all to know. Y'all going to hell.